0: who well all hooligans Can be knocking at my door for trick and treats oh my goodness let me open the door and see who we got here whoa nice costumes kids let's see what are you
1: what are you small child i'm a vampire you don't sound like one but yeah very <laughs> spooky and what about you next to him i'm a pokeball yeah, I guess. I, I thought you were like a fishing lure, like a bobber, you know? Oh, uh, okay. A lot of people think I'm a Voltorb. <laughs> Vampire kid, do you get? Can you translate? Give me the candy now. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> kids. And wait, okay, who's that walking up behind you? Connor, you get out of here. You That's my neighbor, Connor, kids. I'm sorry. Get out. Now I'm a bedsheet. <laughs> You're not supposed to TP. It's, I'm a bedsheet! Look! You're not even wearing it right. You're wearing it like a cape. You're not even ghosting. Well, isn't this what- isn't this how everybody does it? I see you have- you're holding eggs and toilet paper. No. That's a bad sign! Well, like,
2: I just- I always want to be ready-
1: Get out of my house! Why are you already in my house? <laughs> get away from the bowl!
2: I just want to always be ready to, you know, make breakfast and use the bathroom. at Connor
0: every year
1: um, <laughs> you're 18 I've uh, I've already started climbing the side of his house um through like the drain pipe thing like the the what's it called Adam help me out yeah, where the water goes down from the
2: roof
3: oh the down pipe
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> the down pipe I've started climbing that and I'm gonna um Oh, he's almost at the eaves trough now. It's time to fly. After all these years of sleep, I'm turning to a bat once again. A zoo bat. Uh, cool. Roll to fly. Roll to fly. Uh, Mister, I hope you don't mind me flying on your roof. What an honor. This could go very badly. <laughs> roll to fly. It's, See if you it's so it. high up here, Mister. <laughs> You're not even telling me to come down. This is crazy. I was telling, get down from there. You said you wanted him to do a trick. All right, I'm gonna fl- turn to. A- I'm gonna roll to turn into a bat and fly. Okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna take pictures. Um, that's a fourteen. <laughs> you believe with all your might that you will become a bat. <laughs> you spread your cape in parents across the street are all gasping as they're like look look and they're like turning their kids heads away because they think you're gonna jump and the mister's just like hey, get off my room I am darkness <laughs> I am jump. justice and you jump and your fangy grin just opens wide as the wind flows through your cheeks and for a brief moment even though vampires are dead you feel alive and you come crashing down and belly flop onto Connor and break all his eggs. <laughs> but just as you get covered with eggs, you fly and you're a bat. Bye bye. <laughs> oh my! He really is a zoo bat. My eggs. I'm going to the East Coast. That's where all the fruit bats are. <laughs> the ones that are still alive.
3: Walter, am I having a stroke? Uh, it's best not to think about it. Bye bye.
1: And that's how Fruit Batman. No, started. I'm not a Fruit Bat. I'm a regular bat
3: that, well, a vampire bat that's going to be king of the Fruit Bats. And is this where we now tell everyone about our comic book that's coming out next month? Fruit Batman? I mean, I think we were going to wait till after Halloween, but it just feels right. Guys, we're so excited. All of our Patreon support has finally been building up to this one thing. Here it is, guys. Our grand opus. And it is our Fruit Batman comic book. It's coming out. You've been requesting it. It's been flooding our DMs, and we are happy to give this to you. So
2: It's just regular Batman, but he's a
1: vegan.
3: How do you know Batman's already not vegan? You don't get that kind of muscle with a sufficient protein <laughs> gram per pound. There's protein supplements. Uh, well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, There's no way Batman would just
1: take the easy way out on, like, lean, like, white chicken meat. Maybe that's why you broke the eggs. brown rice. He'd take the hard way, the vegan route. Yeah, he would. And he'd still do better (laughs) than all of us. So, listeners, I know what you're thinking. Are they a Masks RPG playthrough podcast with, like, the superhero version stuff? I am now. Well, we might be (laughs) now. But... (laughs) No, we're Dungeons and Dragons, you goofs, and I'm here with uh, the Batman, uh, Jacob. No, I'm the Vampire Batman. Vampire
3: Batman. King of the Isn't Fruit
1: there a Batman like spinoff series where he is like a literal vampire? Wouldn't you like yeah. to know.
3: That would suck. <laughs>
1: and oh well, that's Jacob. Jacob's Jacob's that guy, and uh, we got Adam. Hi, hello. And Connor. Welcome. And, uh, we're gonna, we, man, we're, we always do an intro bit, and this one definitely did not go where I thought it would. <laughs> I just thought you guys were gonna come up with funny costumes and get your candy and leave.
2: You turned me into a creeper from the next door.
1: <laughs> what do you mean, I turned you into it? That's just who yeah, you Yeah, the way you
3: sounded. <laughs> no, I didn't say voice? Voice? anything. This is actually a cleverly, uh, uh. a cleverly disguised intervention. We are concerned. <laughs> oh, boy. And... We still love you. You know, this doesn't change how we feel about you, but you just have to stop egging people's houses.
2: Look, let's just whisk me away to Leek's garden. I don't want to be on this I don't want to be on this plane. <laughs> defl- oh deflection.
1: here we go. <laughs> this is therapy. Alright. Um, I didn't th- I thought this would go over easy. <laughs> Recap time. The gang was on their airship, the sparrow, flying towards Leek's Garden to find. The bard from the first Grand Hunter treasure hunter team named Randy Domino so he could translate this book they got way back in season one when they entered the first Grand Treasure cube thing. They flew all the way there, uh, and they saw a fire going off in one section of the jungle. Uh, they immediately turned to rescue and help it, which I was shocked by. I planned more for the opposite route where they don't help, but it shows how much I know. They always do the opposite. And they fought some basically humanoid ants one had a gun and had a blue flower on its chest so clearly something's going on uh and the other one was just crazy but after defeating those the and and saving a part of the jungle these little black spirits with white masks called twingas you got that connor twingas yeah. And... <laughs> yeah that was the funniest thing last episode <laughs> oh my god please, please listen back to connor's twingas i still don't twingas? know if he hears me no. i heard twingas. it it's, it's... Chwingas. It was twingas and twingas. I get and it. Wingas. Anyways, uh, they, the twingas helped him and guided all of them to find Randy in his cave. And that's where we are now. Randy Domino, the giant, literal dragon-sized dragonborn. And he was just cooking some stew in his cave. You guys barged in. And he spooked, looking at the three of you standing there, non-menacingly. <laughs> and... He's spooked especially by Zippy. And he's saying that Coco, he's referring to Zippy as Coco. And if you remember all the way back, Zippy was told that he kind of looks like a Lapine that was a part of the first Grand Treasure Hunters squad. Um, DM, how big is this pot he's cooking with? It's actually pretty big. It's dragon-sized pot. It's a very big pot. So the heat source (laughs) would be have to be massive to uh, to like actually make soup with this thing.
3: He could Mm -hmm, be doing mm -hmm. like heat metal or something.
1: Yep. You can see there's like a bonfire of like twigs and like trees and stuff that he's taken down. And, And we're in a hut. It's a cave, but there is a ventilation system. There's, like, a hole that goes... This down. is... We're probably being burned alive in here. <laughs> it's a very good temperature for a dragonborn. For you guys, it's like a sauna.
2: Can I get a good reference of, like, scale here? Like, let's say Darien's as tall as your pinky. How big is
1: Randy Domino? I already said he's, like, K-Lumsey size from DK64. I don't know, like, my hand? If you're my... If, wait, if you're the size of my pinky... I, I don't know, My forearm? Holy, he's big. So he's like 60, 70 feet tall. Like, he's like a legit big dragon if they were standing on their back legs big.
2: This is a big cave.
1: It's hot in here. Yeah, it's very big. You can tell it's actually like sculpted out, though. Like, it's. But he's
3: visibly afraid of Sippy,
4: right?
1: Yeah, and there's like a giant like table and stuff, and he has like a hammock thing. Like, it's everything's like to scale for him. And you can see it's like carved out. It's a huge cave, and it goes like quite a bit down you know i put up my hands to shield from the heat (laughs) it's just a sauna (laughs) it's like a sauna Eh! yeah and i'm filled (laughs) with fur
3: (laughs) i'm gonna whisper to zippy i'm gonna say um any reason why he's uh, oh no um any idea why he's so afraid of you i don't know
1: it's maybe he's afraid he might cook me alive or maybe he wants to put me in the stew maybe he's afraid that i'll taste so good
2: I wonder how a lupine does taste. Ooh. Why would
1: you say that?
2: <laughs> well, I don't. You brought up eating you. I just was curious.
1: That's like saying, "How does the freaking loden taste?" You know that I...
2: is a is a good point.
1: What is the a <laughs> is. <laughs>
3: Darian is social adept. (laughs) Zippy, you actually told us back in episode one of season one that uh, you actually ate your own kind when they were deceased, so you would actually be a good source on this.
1: Yeah, but it's different when another race says it. There's a reason we eat each other. The... (laughs) The... (laughs) randy the giant dragon man is back up against the other side of the cable and he's like oh go go away and he like throws his oven mitt towards you guys it's like what is coming everybody make a dexterity save oh no oh boy my oven mitt to me it looks like he's trying to pick me up like it's so big that it looks like his hands just coming for me uh 12 plus 7 19 9 plus 7 16 uh since i think it's his hand trying to pick me up i don't want to roll you want to willfully fail well okay. oh, it looks like he's just trying to pick me up i'm assuming he's going to put me in the stew so i think it's he's over. basically taking off his mitt and he's throwing it at you guys like a frisbee i you was talking that, right? to normandy <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh norman and darian both turn to the side and glance and see the mitt coming Uh, And they dive out of the way, and the giant oven mitt just comes. It socks you in the gut, and you go flying out the cave entrance that you were just standing (laughs) in. Ah! And you're like, zippy! And you go bouncing down, and it, like, it was cushy, so you only take, like, uh, seven damage. But you go bouncing out the cave, and you kind of land back outside near the river, like, where it's just attached to. There's a big river there.
3: Okay, I'm going to raise my hands and step in between or kind of like over the mitt and i'm gonna say reading the room i'm gonna say
5: hold on hold on there's no need to be
3: alarmed randy we're friends we have a mutual acquaintance named gilbert he's the one who sent us to come talk to you there's no need for distress we come peacefully and this this is you just hit our friend and our compatriot zippy He's a lapine, but has no relation to anyone you, you know. You sound
5: so small. Why is your
0: voice so high pitched? It's such like your name. Speak louder, please. I'm scared.
3: Oh, oh, sorry. I'm gonna use thaumaturgy and repeat everything I said in a an octave lower.
0: I don't know who you people are, why you're trying to get into my cave, but I done nothing to nobody. And that cocoa,
2: I, I can. not no, it's. I
0: can't the- believe he's back.
2: That's not Coco. I, rest assured, that's not Coco. That's our our Lapine friend that's the Zippy. That's
5: spin image.
2: That's possibly. I don't. I don't really know any reasons as to why. But it- who are you people?
5: I'm
4: scared. Well,
3: hello. My name is Norman D. Uh, and th- these are my compatriots, Darian Branch, and this is, uh, Zippy Westboro from the Brimble Patch. Hey, Zippy, and are you okay? He, he'll be back soon. You kind of <laughs> knocked him Just silent. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, we don't hear Zippy anymore. But we're actually friends of Gilbert. Uh, perhaps you know him. He used to be uh, a greeter from Orem of some renown. And uh, he Gilbert actually, who?
0: There's a lot of Gilberts in this world, and I've been around a long time. Uh, oh,
3: Gilbert from Orem. He was a greeter of some renown. There's like uh, four Gilberts in Orem. I'm going to need a last name uh Do we know his last name? Yeah, I said it several times. This is a
1: history check for you guys in real oh.
3: life. Oh boy, Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> what is it?
1: It's Bernstein.
3: <laughs> Bernstein. Uh, I said it like once. I said it once. Wait, how you know Gilbert?
2: Oh, well, kind of um... like a friend and mentor.
3: Yeah, well said. Yeah, couldn't have said it better that way. We actually partnered up not too long ago, uh in the hunt for grand treasures. We're actually uh pretty hot on the tail of one, uh we believe. Um, but we have we've actually hey, completed he are
0: old and crusty though.
3: Uh, uh no, he he looked not too too well, actually, um kinda awkward. Um you you may want to sit down for this next part, Randy. Uh, we have some bad news. Say it. Uh Gilbert is... is dead. He... came to an unfortunate end. Oh, well, that happens with you humans. Oh, well, as, as long as we can move on, for, I thought that would be a bit of a sticking point. I mean, it's but,
0: sad, but I mean... You,
3: you guys ain't dragons. Such so. is the mortal coils of life, you know? <laughs> um, listen, we know that you're a bard, supposedly one of the greatest bards out there, um, and that you are... Uh, A fountain of knowledge. Um, So we actually have come seeking some of that knowledge to further our quest for a grand treasure. We're hoping you can help us uh, actually translate something that uh, Darian has here. Darian, why don't you show him uh, the book? Okay, slow down, slow
2: down. I'm still confused. Let's pump the brakes here a little bit. Can we just make sure Zippy's, you know, not dead? I called out for him and got silence.
1: Uh, DM... In the meantime, while they've all been talking, are there, like, squirrels and rabbit Not rabbits, but, like, squirrels and, like, other little creatures around? Yeah, actually, there's, like, some fern lizards um, and, and some, uh, like, just, like, fishes jumping up the stream. Uh, Can I get them to come with me, like, into the cave?
4: How like, many of them?
1: Like, as many as I can get. Because <laughs> I can speak with animals. Okay, what... What do you want to speak? Oh, I just want to say come with me and have a good time. <laughs> okay. Like follow me, we're going on an adventure. Like like a Pipe Piper type situation. You shout out into the jungle. Just being like Tarzan style, like, <laughs> like but you're instead you're just calling Snow White for help. Um you see like, some lizards uh, come down the side of the wall here, like the, the cliff face that the cave is buried into. Um, you actually see there's, like, a vine wolf. It's like a wolf made of, like, plants and stuff. It's coming down the side of the stream, and it hops over, uh, and it's looking at you. Uh, some fish are jumping out of the water, but they're immediately drowning in air because uh, <laughs> they floating out of the sea. And then they flip back, because and they're like, Sorry,
4: we can't.
1: Uh, oh, it's okay, and I grabbed them. <laughs> okay you grab some fish and they're in your arms you also see there's uh, some like little tiny uh, like birds they're kind of like ostriches they they just can't fly but they're like flightless ostriches uh, as well as uh, some like little tiny dinosaurs like little velociraptor tiny dinosaurs awesome let's go in the cave <laughs> they all start falling behind they're like Whoa, what is going on They're, like, immediately friendly to you, and they're just kind of curious. Oh, of course. I'm I'm a nice rabbit. Uh, We go in the cave. All right, big dragon man. I offer you on any of these other choices. Just don't eat me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Roll animal handling. uh, That's a 20, not natural. They, some hear what you say and like are slowly backing out of the cave. Like the wolf is like, Ooh. hey, I thought we were friends. And they're like, uh, and then they start running. But the rest of them are too dumb and they stay. Um, These are yours. Coco, why are you back? And I don't, I don't want any of them too small anyways i knew it i'm the tastiest of them all (laughs) He even wait cocoa i thought i thought you were calling me like a spice or something to add to the soup you know like coconut milk or coconut water or something i've heard
3: that some people do use cocoa and chili exactly
1: exactly that's what i was thinking okay you can all leave you you can all leave and i usher the and i usher the animals out of here guard the entrance The animals immediately are like, all right, and then they just go like prancing out the cave, and the dinosaurs like hopping on the fern lizards' backs, and they're just like crawling out, and they're like, that was fun. Guard the entrance.
3: Uh, A Velociraptor, a little mini one, looks behind and salutes. And (laughs) (laughs) while that's happening, DM, I'm gonna pull out a sharpie and just on my tattoo on my arm, where I have like a tomato soup recipe, because I have a bunch of tattoos. I'm just gonna scribble down "Coco" with a question mark and put it away. (laughs) That's probably going to rub off, but
1: sure, yeah. Why do you keep calling me Coco?
0: Wait. Your voice. That ain't Coco's
1: voice. Well, it could be. What did he sound like? Not like that. Well, I want you to try. I can't do voices. Well, you can do that
0: voice. Yeah, I can do this voice. It's one of my bodies. In- well, it's my main body instrument, actually.
1: Wait, you can sing like you're a master of singing, but like you can't do
3: voices. I mean, it's different. <laughs> okay. You know that, that's true, Zippy. You know, vocal. You know code. who
0: I am? Well, clearly not. You're not Coke. Man, the whole, I'm sorry for the misunderstanding, but you look like exactly like him if he was. Like dressing like a homeless person, and had a dumb little robe on. What if I what if I
1: do this? And I slick back my ears.
0: He never did that.
1: Well, maybe I should just dress like this now. <laughs> <laughs> Double O Zippy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, that's weird. And I don't know anything about this Coco guy, but um, maybe I do. Maybe I'm his lost son. Maybe.
0: Man, maybe you are. I can't believe it.
1: And he gets down, and he comes down on all fours, and he's, like, putting his face, his big dragon face close to you in his eye, and he's like, Damn. I grab his nose. Eh. Oh. <laughs> Man,
0: yeah. I'm sorry, but... Oh, you scared me. It's like I was seeing a ghost. Oh, he's dead? I don't know. But I know that he said, if he'd ever see me again, he was going to kill me. So that's why I was a little
1: scared. Mm, I could see when I'm, I could see myself saying that, too.
5: Okay, okay. Uh, Randy. Wait, wait
1: Okay, let me. And he gets back up on his feet. I'm still holding on to the nose. Okay. And he, like, picks you off. And no, not the suit. <laughs> 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 he puts you in his hand. He's like, calm down. Geez. Put me on your head. I want to see what it's like up here. I won't kill oh. you. I promise. I'm not Coco. Well, immediately now, upon
0: closer inspection, I can
1: tell you're not very harmful. All right. And He puts you on his head, and you can see he has like some like tufts of like white gray hair because he's old. Not very. Pa- uh. I'm a level ten druid. It's like little hairs between the scales, uh, but the scales are not very shiny anymore. Guys, it's uh, nice up here. I believe you. But there's some dead skin up here. You need to shower, bro. <laughs> All right,
0: all right. You got my attention. You broke into my house. I'll hear you guys out because I haven't had visitors in a while. But here, yeah, you guys hop in my hand. I'll put you on the table and we'll all sit
2: down and chat.
1: Okay. He puts his hand down in front of you, Darian and Norman.
2: So, all right. I hop on. I'll step on too.
3: But first, how clean are his nails? Not very. Okay, whatever. Don't
2: all right, touch. before we get um too deep into. Really, what we originally came for? Why are you so scared of Coco, anyway? I just said he
0: said he'd kill me if he saw me again. He what, said he'd kill him, Darian. What did what did you do? I didn't do nothing. He said that to our, he said that to uh, all of us back in the back in the day. But I'm sorry, I should. You guys seem to know me. How much do you know about me? How much of my legends get
1: around? I'm sure a ton of them. Actually, what am I saying? I'm a celebrity. Your song went number one 20 years ago. Really? Mm, I'm making that up.
2: (laughs) Megan's love too? That was a very short-lived lie.
1: I don't lie. I just (laughs) trick people.
0: Okay, maybe you are, Coco.
1: All right. Then you all go to the table, and he sits down, and he puts you guys out of your hand onto the table, big wooden table, and Zabir's on his head, and he's like,
0: So, let me back it up. You said... You knew Gilbert,
2: and he kind of sent you here? Kind of. And he's dead. Well, the thing is, we met Gilbert some time ago and partnered with him in, on our grand treasure quest. And unfortunately, as my friend here mentioned, he unfortunately was killed in an unfortunate end. But before that happened, he had mentioned that he had a contact, you in Leek's Garden that could help us uh, decipher a journal. It's got an old language on it that, uh, frankly, the three of us know nothing about. And we were wondering if, well, if you're a friend of Gilbert's, then, well, hopefully you're a friend of ours. Do you think you might be able to uh, give us a hand?
0: I mean, I knew Gilbert a little bit. Way back in the, well, not way back, but when he was a young man. Um, Was he part of your team? No. Okay. We were way back. He, he's young. I'm, I'm freaking old, man. <laughs> How old are you, anyway? I don't know. Time is weird. I've been time traveling a little bit and all this other junk. I'm, I'm, is that getting around, too? Okay, we,
3: we don't need the little flex, okay? We all know you think you're the greatest bot out there. Okay? Wait, hold on.
2: You can time travel?
3: Yeah, well...
0: Not really, just forwards. You know, time gets weird sometimes. But, you guys are greeters. I'm gonna tell you right now, I've had a few of you stop in over the years. Just a few. And I tell them all the same.
2: Give it up. Well, I appreciate your uh, input on that, but uh, it it will be taken into account as we uh, continue this discussion. Um... But do you think you could help us decipher this journal? I ain't deciphering
0: nothing. why well, everybody comes here and they're just like, I want to get a great treasure. You know, you've been there. You, know, Yeah, I found one. But you greet us all
3: the you same. You found one? Which one?
0: Well, you see, do you know or not know who I am?
3: Randy, I, I hate to break this to you, but perhaps with the passage of time... Uh... It seems that many of your accomplishments have been lost to to myth. I you know, aside from Gilbert, and I'm not the most well versed, but aside from Gilbert, I'd I don't think any the of the three of us had ever heard of you before. Uh Randy's a
1: little taken aback by that, and he looks at Darian and tries to look at Zippy's like, like kind of excited like what? Like are you for real right now?
2: Well, I mean we had heard of your team, but it wouldn't necessarily say your name is quite a celebrity status anymore.
1: What? Yeah, we're more fans of the we're more fans of the Felix guy. We even have a couple of his memorabilia, like a ring. You got his ring? What? Yeah, oh, Felix is whatever. He's... Nah, he's super cool. Everyone knows who he is. He
3: is very in these days, Randy. I hate to break it to you. So everyone's forgetting
0: about the first people. The first ones to find treasure. The ones that even kick off this thing.
3: I named everybody greeters. I came up with that name. Oh, it's got a it's got a great ring to it. Um, Thank you. But, yes, uh, unfortunately, the only people who kind of knew anything about even Coco was uh, Odin. I don't know if you know him. let um, try kind of name dropping. Uh, Odin and um, he was like a... Kendula. Uh, Oh yeah, that guy. Um, we uh, we uh, we still have his dragon scales, by the way. Anyways, um, but... dragon
0: scales. Where?
3: Yeah, that's a little offensive, Normandy. Oh, uh, uh, leave it to me.
1: How'd you come up with the Greeter name?
0: Ah, I was easy. I was like, "What makes your treasure greedy? Greedy people want treasure, and then I'm like, who's going to get them? Themers, and I'm like, Greeters, you know, is you know, <laughs> all meld together."
1: Oh, Damn, with how lame your group sounds, it gives me hope for our group. <laughs> <laughs> he immediately <laughs> looks sad. <laughs> and he goes and reaches, picks you up off his head, puts you on the table. And hey, I liked it up there. And he gets out of his seat and he's like, I guess I'm just a washed up husband. Well, that's what happens when you live in a cave. Shouldn't you be like king of something by now or something? You guys
0: probably haven't even seen the world. You don't even know what you're doing with grand treasures. Nobody does. Do you know what I know? I know everything. I know everything in this whole freaking world. And you guys come in here and you're like, I'm not Coco. And it's like, what? Who cares?
1: And who's Randy? I made this. I made. Uh, uh. How could you know everything if you mistook me for someone else? That's silly. Okay,
0: wh- one lapse of judgment. You gotta give me one.
3: Listen, Randy, you think you know everything, but the reality is you don't. In fact, I can guarantee you that all three of us have been places that you've never been. We've seen things you've never seen.
0: <laughs> Are you kidding me? You, I've been all over this way. Have you even changed planes yet? That's a big part. I mean, come on. I, I, I have, think Darian
2: did, but he came I, back. I've done it a couple
0: times. You little man, you don't know nothing. You don't know nothing about me, apparently, either. That just shows how ignorant
2: you are. Yeah, let's, let's, let's dial everything back a little bit here. Like, you, you no. Said, you said you know
0: a I lot. I ain't talking you... with a bunch of nobodies who don't know nothing about nothing. Well, Randy. You can't connect with a bi without uh, uh, without knowing things.
3: Hold on, I have an idea. D- Darian, Zippy, w- Darian, Zippy, one moment. Randy, I'll make you a wager. What? What? If we know something you genuinely don't know, how about you help us out?
1: Oh, well, I don't like where this is going. Oh, I I like where this is going. He gets down, and he puts his hands on the table, and he puts his head close to you, and you can feel, like, some heat from his nostrils, and he's just like,
0: You think you know something I don't? Just because I'm underground in this cave doesn't mean my mind is. I know all the things going on.
3: It almost sounds like we're about to have a, a bardic battle. Almost like a D-D-D-D-D-D-D-Duel! A bardic duel. I said
1: if this turned into a battle of the bands, I'm <laughs> out of here.
4: No.
0: Let's see what you got, little man.
4: Have
5: you heard about the furnace and Pau- me to Tyros Ford, cause that's all there's no Well, he helps the dwarves make the wares they sell. Because that story so old it's boring to tell? Well, what about the tale of the wandering golem? The one that walks along the bottom of the ocean. Is that all you have? Is that all you know? For a bot so well known you have nothing to show. So let me take a swing. If you give chocolate to a mermaid, Let's just say their hair becomes a fish break Human legs and a fishy face. And they can't turn back once they've even had a taste. Well what's another thing that I wouldn't know? There's a door
0: at the base of the animal get a volcano. It's never been open. Then I know what you open.
5: Even I don't know what's inside. When are you joking? Let, let me take, take a swing. So let me take a swing. You'll never really know how much I really know So don't you try to steal my thunder You'll never get to see what I've already seen It's time to steer back and wonder It's hard to be a apart when you don't know very much as I know Not all humans are born you know Yes, that fact hits close to home Some are made they grow like plants Waiting to be put on like a pair of pants did you know smoking is bad for you? Even for a dragonborn? Yes, it's true! Oh, you don't say. Well, that's so not okay. They should really put that on the label. But, but do they? they? Let, Let me, take me take a swing. You'll never You'll really, know really know how much I really know. So don't you try to steal my thunder. You'll never get to see what I've already seen. It's time to sit back and wonder. It's hard being a bar when you don't know as much as i know you'll never really know how much i really know so don't you try to steal my thunder you'll never get to see what i've already seen it's time to sit back and wonder it's hard being the when you don't know as much as, as i know there's a tale that i recently heard i learned it in a place that burns before there were treasures to find Someone through a feast for the gods one time Garian what's he talking about? A feast for the gods? Beats me, Zip. Whatever it is,
2: we'll have to ask him about it later.
5: time It's hard being a when you know As much as I know You'll never really know how much I really know So don't you try to steal my thunder You'll never get to see what I've already seen It's time to sit back and wonder It's hard being a bard when you don't know As much as I know (laughs) Oh yeah baby Ooh Nah, I gotta say. That was good. I, I, I knew all that stuff, though.
3: Uh, th- Do d- you know what? I gotta admit, you're you're way more knowledgeable than me. But, you know, that's why us bots need to stick together to amass knowledge and to compare our songs. By the way, that was some great harmonies you did. I, I love what you did with the thaumaturgy at the end. Where did all those instruments come from? Oh, the magic of thaumaturgy.
0: <laughs> you know. Usually just from my natural, bombastic voice.
2: Oh, there's like a lot of harmonies in there. M-
3: maybe too many. I'll try to dial it back a little bit. I just—it's really hard to tell in the moment. You're just no, so no, no. It.
2: Dial it more. I say.
3: Listen, Randy. We're of the same cloth. If we need your help. Would you please help us? I know that pursuing these grand treasures can be a folly, but when you're young like us and our lives are so small, you just have to pursue something. Please help us. Just translate this for us, please.
0: Know what, guys? Nothing soothes my old soul like a good harmony and and song. You guys are different. Nobody's ever sang to me. and That's like my state.
1: All right. Okay. And he takes a big sit down in the chair again after dancing around the room during that song. Like Damn. Why don't we just like mit- like produce songs instead of rolling? It's way more
3: effective. <laughs> yeah, you have to roll a single <laughs> charisma to th- roll.
1: And he looks
0: at you guys. And he's like, "Okay, so let me recap. You greeters, Gilbert your told you about some grand treasure,
2: and you got a book. Well, yeah. I mean, technically we're independents. So we're not greeters, but uh, it's." neither here nor there. Yeah, we actually went into the first Grand Treasure. We saw the room that you and your team found.
1: You went in there? The cube, yeah.
4: Uh,
1: How is it? It's pretty weird. How old are you guys?
0: Well, I mean, how far did you skip? A few Uh, months.
2: Yeah, we, we didn't stay too long. We just did an investigation, tried to see what we could find, and then left, and I think it was like six Was it two months? Six months?
3: A few Let's keep it loose
1: We even stole A little creature From it too We didn't steal It Oh we definitely stole No Have you seen Pepper? She's not even potty trained She definitely has a parent That's missing her Now that I think about it
3: Her kids have probably Outgrown her in that I mean that's what I'm saying
2: Wait she You just said she was Whatever Okay we made a companion of a hawk fox while we were in there, and she came out with us. Her name's Pepper.
4: Oh,
3: those cute little creatures. Actually, you'll like her. Oh. She speaks draconic.
0: What? Sorry. I do not remember that when I was in there. No, that's his fault.
3: Hi! <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, damn. Where was there? Well, I guess we already killed the basilisk
2: in there before, the
0: big lizard.
2: But So. Damn. Speaking of killing that basilisk, there was another body we found in there. Did you know. why? We found a. um. robes in the body of a monk.
0: Oh. You must be talking about. Nyai Gambira. The monk from our squad. I heard he went back there. He wanted to die there, it seemed.
1: I think I might have disturbed his remains. I think I took one of his bones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damn, I like you. That's hilarious. I mean, I, respect, but... <laughs> oh, that's good.
1: Is he going to haunt me?
0: I don't know, maybe.
2: But you found him and so that's actually where we found this book I don't know if maybe Gambira continued other investigations in the meantime after your team had disbanded and so that's what we want to know what's in there this is actually his journal
1: let me see and he reaches down with two big fingers to grab the book I uh, take out the book and I place it in between he place it in between, and it's pretty small, and he's like, uh, uh, one second. And he has a giant backpack in the corner of the room, and he goes over, uh, and he opens it, and the while he does, you hear a booming voice come from it where it's like, backpack. Back, back, back. And he's like, shut up. And he just reaches in, and he pulls out a scroll, a little scroll, and he comes back to the table, and he unfurls the little scroll, and he puts the book on it. It's like he's doing, like, little mini sculptures or something, and or playing with, like, little dolls. He puts the book on, and then he's like... All right. Do they look like D&D minis? No. For you, they're normal size. It just looks like a scroll in a book. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, but then he says, grow, and... And the scroll disappears as Enlarge is cast on the book. He's like, oh, okay,
0: there we go. Hmm. Whoa. Yeah, he... You must have kept a journal or like a book to copy down all the stuff after we left. Or oh, this is trip down memory lane.
1: He starts flipping through the pages.
2: What language is in there anyway?
0: Hmm? Oh, I don't know.
3: I can't read it. But the pictures are nice. <laughs> what? Are you sure? Now, now, hold on, Randy. You're You're joking, right?
0: No, you know, I was saying I know everything, and that's not true. I don't know this language, because he made it up. It's like his own secret monk
2: code thing.
1: That makes sense.
0: Yeah, you know how they are. Uh, wait, not, see. Really, not really.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Is this, like, a monastic order thing? Like, would other monks of his order know what the book said?
0: No, I don't think so. He was kind of a loner.
2: He liked making up his own code, so I think it's one of those. So, would there be some kind of cipher or something for it, then, that we could decode it with i mean you don't need that you got me (laughs) wait so you he's just detailing stuff
0: wait so you can understand it eventually i mean i know what he's talking about based off the pictures it's kind of obvious i lived it man he's just detailing. he's just chronicling what we did
3: well enlighten us we'd love to hear the story
0: (laughs) okay what's it (laughs) <laughs> oh that was good yeah, i think that was a joke i can't tell but i there was a picture of a donkey i, I rode a donkey into town once, like blindfolded him backwards that's probably you know that's illegal in oram <laughs> that's that's why uh the guys hated me for that <laughs> oh good times wait were you always this size
4: hmm?
0: oh me no I didn't used to be as big and beautiful as you see now. I actually used to
2: be a little tiny itty bitty dragonborn, but now look I, at I, me. I, okay, just clarifying. I was just clarifying because you said you were riding a donkey. I was just thinking that would be a huge donkey. Sorry. Um.
0: You see, I I used to be normal size. I grew up in uh. Midway, and that's where I I found why you know why i wanted to search i i all of us in the first grand hunter grand treasure hunting team we all we all found clues and and remnants of the grand treasures and we just kept searching all of us had something we were searching for and we didn't know what a grand treasure was but we know what we wanted and at one point all the
2: goals aligned i suppose But quick question because you, you seem to know everything if The whole Grand Treasure business was starting around the time of of you and your team. How did everybody even learn about these Grand Treasures? Was there some big declaration or something that Salem did? No, it was us. After we found it, and after we
0: discovered and killed the beast, and got the loot, we left, and, well, that was about, what, 300 years ago now? And then when we were out... We started telling the world. Some of us, maybe, okay, maybe me. I was showing off a little bit, saying, hey, look what I found. But, uh, yeah, that's when everybody learned. Before that, nobody was on the case. It was f- wide range,
2: just free range roaming for grand treasure hunters. Then... we were the only ones. Then where did the story of Salem come from? How did you get on the trail in the first place?
0: Well... We just, my, me personally, Well, as I said, I grew up in Midway, which is a place between planes. It's in the carcass of the Beast of Creation Primera, which is the first ever dragon. And I grew up, it's this town just built in its carcass and bones. And I grew up every day looking up at the skyline and seeing that ribcage. And as a descendant of Primera, being dragonborn and such, you know, I wanted... I wanted to become a dragon, and look at me, I'm nearly there. Mm. So I've almost accomplished that, but I kept looking and finding and trying to find ways to become a dragon, a real one, and it led me to find, you know, those symbols of Salem, and, you know, after that, we started looking and matching, and, you know, in the, in the canals of information we found like-minded people who had seen similar things and we all put our info together and then we kind of cracked the code but salem though we learned about salem from well the warlock which warlock the one on the grand treasure hunting team yeah you shouldn't remember him he's kind of an asshole what was their name His name was cav cav shaderi she was a centaur but don't remember her, she turned, our back. she turned her back on all of us went, when we found the first grand treasure you see, she was connected to this guy named Tori, god of bliss <laughs> that was the warlock thing and she, and Tori told us that and gave us the information, that was a huge help that's how she learned of the grand treasures cause Tori was guiding her to them you know, grand treasures are a god thing I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> There's another one for you. You don't look shocked, so I'm going to keep moving. Um, so they, we found it, and she helped, and she kind of informed us that it was from the gods. It just wasn't just randomly there. So we learned a lot more that way. But after a while, after going on our adventures and sometimes splitting paths and coming together, the 12 of us... The Sorcerer, Cleric, Fighter, Bard, Monk, Barbarian, Paladin, Warlock, Wizard, Druid, Rogue, and Ranger all came together. And and cracked the code to that cube. Because we all found the pots, the three pots, and put them together. Slotted it in. You know, before that, actually, there wasn't just one slot. There was several slots. All slots all over it. It was kind of dangerous, because depending on where you put the the spire you guys saw, that's how you got in there, right? That spire, the rectangular one? There was lots of holes, and if you put it in the wrong one, you died. So that was kind of iffy to get around,
2: but we found the right hole eventually. Wait, so, sorry, just jumping back, because we may or may not have crossed paths with Touria before. Was Cav, was she a tether? Were tethers around at that time? Or was she just, was Touria her patron as a warlock?
0: I well, tethers, yeah. I guess you could say she was one of those, you know. Some warlocks can get slightly little tethers, but not really. They're not real, you know.
2: But, yeah, she was full-blown. Lots of tethers are basically warlocks. So that must mean she's she's long gone, then.
0: Yep, dead as a doorknob. Well, she, I say that because she, you know, backstabbed us. See, all of us went in there, and we fought the beast, and we found the treasure, and it was this big, enormous pile of gold. It got my dragon soul fired. And, well, all of us started splitting it up. But then actually Coco, the ranger of our squad, he noticed that that Cav and Baby Beak Nelson, the rogue Kenku of our squad, The two of them were trying to sneak away for some reason. So we caught them and we asked them and then they tried to book it and lock us all in there. And we had a huge fight and everything and Cav died. Because they tried to use the real grand treasure. And then baby Big Nelson got away with it. And when we left it, we were in there for about two days. And when we got out, years had gone by. Wait. That's why I was saying time travel earlier. Oh. Wait. Sorry. The real Grand Treasure? Oh, yeah. Don't you guys know about Felix? Isn't he parading it around? I already
3: had it last. It's this coin. You see? Oh, right. How each Grand Treasure has a a, a mirage or a distraction, but then perhaps there's a real, genuine gifted item underneath. Bingo!
0: We were all dis- distracted by the gold and we didn't realize that the one coin was the real thing. What does the coin do? Well, you see, it's very dangerous and very powerful. You see, you, you, before you flip it, you call heads or tails, and you say heads, what you want to happen, and tails is the payment for it. That gets inscribed on the flip side. For example, Cav died because she wanted to kill Fen Rise, our sorcerer. They flipped it, they said they wanted to kill them, but you know, to kill a life, you have to take a life. And unfortunately, she flipped on the wrong side. But you can see that the limits are endless. You can say whatever you want. You want the world to go blip, you flip it, could happen.
1: This all sounds like something I'd want. Can I have the coin?
0: I don't have the coin.
1: Oh,
3: never Felix mind
0: has
1: it.
3: If Felix has it, that means that he's not only an extremely capable foe, but he is the luckiest man alive for it have never turned on him yet.
0: I suppose. I don't know how he got it from Baby Beak Nelson, but... Or Coco, for that matter. Last I saw Coco, they were trying to hunt them down.
3: And how long ago was that?
0: Like 300 years ago when we got out, it was pretty immediate.
3: I see. So things went bad between Coco and yourself shortly after leaving that cube.
0: Yeah. Coco was kind of on the outs. A lot of us were. I was kind of like, you know, the floater. I kind of had friends with everybody. But of course it was the main clique, the sorcerer, cleric, and fighter that all you know they made orum after because they were using their share of the gold to do that well they lady. say
3: investing in real estate is the you know is a really smart move long term
0: i'm more of the, i'm more into the arts than real estate but coco and i you know always had i thought i was close with them but coco always seemed weirdly distant you know mm. One time, he actually even told me he was like he, he mentioned he always felt like he was being drawn to somewhere out of reach. Maybe that's a bramble patch thing, you know? That's why they stay there because things are just out of reach for them. So they just, <laughs> instead of reaching, they stay complacent.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pro- that's <laughs> probably true.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a turn
0: I wasn't expecting, but not for me. But yeah, Coco. Was mad. Because they felt cheated. And I've learned.
2: Never cross a little well, I think we've all learned that.
1: Exactly.
2: So hold on. As the rest of your team. They're long dead then. Right?
0: Some of them are. You know. Fenrise, Mo Rambjorg, and Cat Alvaro. All the people from warham they're, they're all gone. The monk, you know, Nyai Gambira is gone. I don't know what happened to Hank the Barbarian. Or Yuri the Paladin. I I am sure because, you know, they're all their lifespans spans are small. The only one who might still be kicking is Prince Verulius Arrozar, House of Dumas. That wizard. I hate his name. It's too long. Late. I just call him P V A H D. Vat.
2: Wait. <laughs> Dum Dumas? Wasn't that the name of the last name of the mercenary who was hired to protect Gilbert? Alexandre Dumas? <laughs>
0: Gilbert got himself a Dumas? Oh. Yeah.
2: I was. He was, I he was from Jadu, right?
3: Yeah, that's where Verulius is home. Hold back. on. How, co- did Connor, how do you remember that? That was flipping two seasons ago.
2: I just... I, I don't know. I remember it. I, I thought he was amazing. How is
3: this possible? Okay, uh, sorry to break the, uh, illusion. Sorry, back in.
2: So did he... does he have his own kingdom, then, and he may- may still be alive? What- what was
0: Yeah, he? I heard he found, like, you know, a flying, fly- a way to make a city fly. He always wanted his own little magic country.
2: He's a wizard after all, you can't blame him. So, and what- if I may ask, what was his species? Bullywug. What's the lifespan of a bullywug?
0: Yeah, pretty short. But knowing him, he'd find a way.
3: Well, you, as an example, prime example of uh, elongated life.
2: Dragons live forever. That's pretty amazing. Listen, um, the only other
0: one I could think of is I could maybe be alive is plenty, but. They're they're a turtle and they're a druid I, they might just be in a tree for all I know napping for who knows how long. He was always a sleepy failure.
3: Listen, Randy, this is quite a lot to go on. It's a lot it's a lot to process at least. Um something I'd be remiss not to ask you about is uh have you seen any of these? And I'm gonna pull out the piano key. You pull it out.
1: Whoa!
0: Looks like you guys you guys are the real deal.
3: You know... Man, how'd you find this? Full disclosure, it was, um... It's hard
0: finding the first one, but the, you know, the rest are easy, but the first one's the hardest to find. Sorry,
2: were those the pieces you were talking about for the first Grand Treasure? Were they similar keys? yeah they're all different shapes. Sometimes it's a sword you know i've I've seen lots of
0: random pieces of grand treasure keys over the years, but usually you need like one to four of them. It depends.
3: We have one here, and i everything's a blur. I'm not sure if I've told you guys this. I may have. but there is another piano key waiting for me in the in the deep.
2: What do you mean, waiting for you?
3: Yeah, Norman, what what are you talking about? It's something we can talk about later, but... But, Randy, do you know where else we would find any others of these?
0: Damn. I, I don't know where, where... Why do you need my help? You're already
3: basically there. Complete the puzzle for us.
0: <sighs> yeah. Are you guys serious? You want to do this?
3: As serious as we are present here right now. I guess you could say I'm deeply serious.
0: <laughs> There's a little trick we found along the way. I assume Felix found it out too at some point. If he's you know, going around looking for them. And the, it might have been how they found the second grand treasure as well. The hardest part's just getting a piece of the key, but once you got a piece, it's actually not that hard to find where the rest are. It's just difficult to get to the place to find out where the rest are, if you know what I mean.
1: Not really.
2: Yeah, I I can't say I know what you mean by that either.
1: Well,
0: gotta go, uh,
2: up there.
1: Like the, like the, de- that's a, that's fun. the roof of the cave. Do you want me to co- go up there?
0: Yeah, let me, let me
1: pull this out. Yeah, I'll show you where you gotta go. And he reaches into his backpack and he opens it again. It's like, back, 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 He's like, shut up. <laughs> reaches in, grabs these two, like, gloves that look like they've been used and worn. They're just like little leather gloves. And he puts them on. He's like, all right. He raises his hands to the roof and it immediately, like, molds the earth. Mm. And it molds the earth open, and a, a hole opens. And it's still daylight. But he's like,
0: "You might be able to see it right now." See up there?
1: And you all look up, and you see the moon. And he's like,
0: "Yeah, you gotta go to the moon." What? what?
1: Dio Come on. And that's where we're gonna take a break. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I can't go up there. What is up, you cheapskates? It's me, Jacob, from the regular show, Play Zippy. I'm here for your little mid-roll entertainment here. Just a couple of announcements for you guys. We're doing a kaiju-related episode for Halloween there, coming out on Saturday, but just for our Patreons there. We want to be able to give them something fun and exciting and spooky as well for Uh, Saturday there. Keep your ears and eyes out for that on our Twitter. I won a promotional for it, but it's going to be a fun time, again, just for our Patreons. But if you want to check out our Patreon, uh, you can have access to this just for $2 there to have access to our Discord. And there's also other tiers there to get you excited about as well. Just plugging, you know, it's my mid-roll, you know, do what I want. We also have a little ad here for a uh, adjacent podcast to us called Infinite Deer. They're an amazing podcast. Uh, they also do D&D. And they uh, just started a new campaign. Check out their Twitter. They have all the info you need about it. But I'm just going to play a little ad here just so you guys listen and get a feel for them uh, as well.
2: Hello. David Attenborough here. Because you cunts are destroying the natural world, sometimes I like to disappear into a fantasy world. A D&D podcast. We are infinite, dear. Find us on iTunes or any other
1: podcast download platform. See you later. All right. And final things. Just want to give an awesome shout out to our huge Patreon supporters, Randy and Camden. You guys uh, we always say this in our mid Don't know if you listen to them, but uh, we love you guys so much. Thank you for supporting us and believing in what we're doing here. Um, as you can tell from the first part of the episode, um, we have Adam doing even more musical stuff this season. So um, we're that's only possible because of um, our Patreon supporters and what they allow us to free up our time with and whatnot. And um, we're really happy and fortunate to have you guys as amazing supporters there. But yeah, I don't want to take too long getting back to our episode. Again, check out Infinite Deer there. Check out our Kaiju episode coming out on Halloween. And check out our socials as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Cheaper by the Dungeon there. You guys know the drill. And let's get back into the episode. Thanks. And we're back. And you just found out that the way to find out the rest of, like, where the Grand Treasure pieces are, like, the rest of the piano keys, and potentially where the actual, like, vault door to the Grand Treasure is, is on the moon.
4: The moon!
1: Wait, isn't that, like, Borderlands or something? Where, like, the vault's on the moon? In the original one? The vault's not on the moon. Just the way, basically, the map to try and find the Grand Treasures is on the moon.
3: So, Randy now that you mention it we actually came across some information uh one not only does i'm thinking about moons a lot because i recently uh, basically read the mind of an ant man uh earlier today and he said that the moon island is home i don't know if you could give us directions to that place i'm assuming it's kind of close by based on other information we previously learned but more than that the moon
0: island's home nobody lives there but conveniently that's kind of where you need to be to get to the moon very convenient that the shape you know how are oh, we crazy
1: how are we supposed to even breathe up there isn't space
3: like a non-breathing place we would have no way of knowing that it's probably completely habitable
0: no it sucks oh. <laughs> uh, there's some bubbles but uh, yeah you're gonna probably need some sort of item or, or something I don't have one on me but last time we used these like bugs they kind of make like a little bubble suit around you oh the, okay. a bubble
3: bug. Yeah, that's
0: what we called him.
3: Well, you know, what? it's just so polyphonic, you know, it sounds good. Um, this wouldn't happen to have anything to do with the clue that we got from Level. Actually, I'd love a little bit of a history uh, lesson on Level as well, if you know about him. But I, I say it as I turn towards Randy, but I'm going to turn back to Darren and Zippy. We got some information from Level about Felix that was going to meet a bunch of greeters at... Uh, on the night of the second moon or something like that? Do you guys remember anything about that?
2: Yeah, that's, uh... He was telling us about that and that it was going to be the... I think it was the top ten graders were all going to be there. Uh, that meant Candula and Odin, too. And I remember we talked about potentially trying to connect with them about that meeting. And I also... i read a mythos once about the origins of the moon and where it came from, and I just... I'm having difficulty remembering it. You wouldn't...
1: Wasn't it something like someone kicked, like, a rock into the space and then the meteors kept hitting it till it made a big, giant rock in the space?
2: No, not quite. It was, um... That
1: sounds right. Was, but
2: that's, that's not what was... No, that's not in the story. Are you
0: referencing, like, um... Second moon. There
2: are, there's only one moon on this
0: plane. Maybe they're talking about a different one, like the Feywild. Or or they could be referring to, you know, one of those like, eggshells up there. Yeah,
1: how long have you even been on this plane, uh, Darian? Uh, how would you know about our moon? Yeah, what do you mean eggshell,
0: well, Randy? Guys, we are getting ahead of ourselves first. Okay.
2: Well, I don't think we are. What are we talking about? We need to get to, to, get the, get to the moon. moon. Yeah. And-, and
0: I'm saying we... Because I'm joining your team out of sincerity and niceness or that I am. Wait, why would you do But that also, why huh? would you do that? Because if you guys are this serious and this close, I hate to do this, fellas, but I need a favor. Oh, no. For all the info I've been giving you. Uh,
1: I I don't know. <laughs> well, You tell us the favor and then we'll do a team huddle because people like to use us <laughs> and I don't like that.
2: That's true. You mentioned Turi before and we like got really played by him a little while ago. Yeah, Turi,
1: um, Karen, um, uh, robo dude who turned into a train.
2: Hmm. Well, I don't know if you, I guess he kind of played us. Leslie, yeah.
1: He played us, 100%.
2: Well, listen. I've told you
0: about the moon, told you about my past, which everyone should already know by now, but I'm sorry I've been withholding a little bit of more info. The way to get there. There is a way. But... I... For for me to help you more... I really need you to help me. You see, I can't leave this cave. Because of shame. I mean, look at me. I'm a dragon, right? Wrong. I don't have no fire. What? You see, I got my fire sucked out of me down into cool just in that city down it down the coast down the river Okay, go on My dream is always to be a dragon. I need fire to be a dragon So right right well, so I need you guys go down to the cool and get my fire back if you do that I'll show you the way to the moon myself I'll take you there
2: I'm not quite following here is it like some kind of magical crystal or something I thought it was just like a natural thing that dragonborns could do is breathe fire as well sorry dragons can do to breathe fire as well how is it taken from you They sucked it out of me. Like a vacuum. Like...
0: (laughs) And I know, it's normally like a natural thing, but they had some sort of magic item that just sucked the air out of me, out of my lungs, and my fire with
2: it. And so you can't make any more? Watch. (coughs) (laughs) And just, like, dust.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's not too good. So who would have this magical device?
2: And just to rule out all options, this isn't an age thing. No, definitely not an aged, how dare you? <laughs> oh, I just, look, I just, before we went on a, another wild goose chase, I just wanted Dragons to be live sure. forever. We, we ruled out all of the other options.
3: I think you mean die a goose chase, Darian, is the expression. Mm, true. Delicious.
0: Going on a hunt in the north.
3: <laughs>
0: I, well, it's intercool, like I said. It, uh, but before I give you, will you guys help me? I'm struggling here. I've been in this cave so long. I can't leave and look at the world in the eye. I feel naked. The only people I show my face to are the creatures and sometimes the twingers. Uh,
3: It's, it's pronounced swinger, Randy. Uh, I'm going to uh, <laughs> I'm gonna turn to Darian. I'm going to turn to Darien and Zippy. And I'm going to, in a lower voice, I'm going to say... If we really do believe that he can get us to the moon, which is the next step towards getting to a grand treasure clue, uh, I don't know what other choice we have but to do what he requests. Mm,
1: I don't know. We've been able to do things on our own for... This seems like... I don't know. Do Do you think there's a reason Coco wanted to kill him more than he's leading on? That's what I wonder.
3: I should have done an insight check when... He was talking about it. I feel like it's gone stale now. You know, there's like that moment of time where you can insight, but then it's it's too late.
2: Well, we've just met him. I think it's fair to ask more questions if we want to, before including somebody in our party, just actually get to know everything about them. We're going to have to trust him, at least to some extent, if he's actually going to come along, so I think it's fair to ask.
3: He's not really going to fit in the airship. I mean, I, I didn't want to bring up the elephant in the room, you know. Cause, That's like, problem weight? number one. Yeah, like
0: okay, I can overhear this now, and I get it. I don't have wings. Some dragons don't have wings. Fact. I'm am taking that.
3: It's, it's it's not just that. I mean, you, you look great, Randy. Honestly, like you, you don't look a day over three hundred. But the the problem is, is that you're so big it's really going to damage our ability to do anything stealthy to do anything incognito it's uh, fine i mean do you- i'll just meet you guys
0: when you wherever you go i'll just be a remote member of the team
3: ah i see well just don't let any other monks in especially ones named man cornelius because
0: but teammates help each other
3: i mean i should know i was on the first grand treasure team and we did some incredible things insight check you want to insight check if he was on the first Grand That after they team. worked together when he said that. Like, oh, teams, you know, like, he's kind of implying that they all got along. I want to insight, if I can, if I can candy him. Like, I'll say naturally from conversational insights, you can tell that some were more clicky because
1: he mentioned that. And that not everybody was like buddy-buddy, but they did work together. Okay, cool. Never mind. Um,
2: just, yeah, sorry. You brought up your team. Um, there... You've already withheld some information, so just to put all the cards on the table here, why did Coco want to kill you? Why were you recoiling in fear when you thought he was here? It seems like you're not you're not being completely forthright with us, Randy.
0: Well, I kind of accidentally broke his bow.
2: I'm assuming this was a very important bow.
0: Mm hmm. Bramble Patch's finest, apparently.
1: <gasps> no. That was you?
0: You mean, I? it was a long time ago, before your time, little boy. They bunny. still
1: talk about it. That thing was like a, as national treasure as it gets. I mean, I don't, I don't know about that, but now you're making me feel worse. I
0: felt terrible, but. Coco was like kind of a brooding like like just sad emo type like his floppy ear was over his eye like you know <laughs> and, and he was kind of always like sh- shifty and scary and when I did that just bef- just like kind of just after <laughs> after we, we got swindled by baby beak Nelson he uh he kind of
2: lost it Um, Can I insight check that story, just to be sure? Sure. Uh, 19 plus 2, oh, actually, plus 6, proficiency, so 25!
1: Yeah, that seems like what really happened.
2: Okay, I I just want (laughs) to be... Alright, well, it seems as though your reasons don't appear to be nefarious. Look, if forgive us for being a little bit guarded here, but, you know, when you just meet somebody and they want to completely join your team... It's, Look how open
0: you know, I am, and I just met you. You should do the same.
2: I was about to get to that, that I I appreciate uh, your level of honesty that you've given to us, and really, frankly, the amount of information you've given us so far, and I do see value in some of your knowledge, um... Sorry, I'm gonna get back to our little huddle here. We were still discussing. So just uh hold that thought. Let us just kinda of finish hashing this out, thank you. Okay, I'll pack my bag.
1: Oh. Uh, okay. He starts taking the stew off the counter and he starts pouring the stew into the back the stew just directly into the backpack. The large one is just like
2: I think the decision might have just been made for us. Which I mean if I'm being honest, I'm not entirely complaining about, but I think he's planning on coming.
3: I just honestly don't know, unless he uses, like, a reduce spell, he honestly will have to walk beside the ship, like, he can, like... Logistically, I'm not sure.
2: No, that's fair. It seemed like he was pretty capable of getting around himself, though, is what he was implying. That's why he was a quote-unquote remote member.
1: I just feel like there's a lot of mystery to him still. How do we know he didn't start the fire? Which fire? Mm. Yeah, what fire? What do you mean what <laughs> Darian doesn't remember the fire that was engulfing the entire forest Oh right <laughs> sorry I was
2: just, sorry I forgot Um that's fair he did say he'd like to associate with the Chwingas Actually wait a minute no the Chwingas were under attack there's and he they said they were his friends I don't see any reason that he would do that
3: I I I say we we go get this this thing that he needs out of Tacool because whether or not mm-hmm. he joins us and whether or not it's permanent or temporary, we so far, I don't know of any other way to get to the moon. And unless you both of you do, um, I've never seen how way. high the ship can go. I mean, it did. it. I We actually did the first time we we used it. We actually sput it out.
1: Yeah, but we can use like enhanced like elements on the
3: spirit on the,
1: <laughs> you know, we can we can push yeah. it harder.
3: I still feel like the moon is really far, though.
1: Yeah, but it can't be
3: that far. It's pretty big. (laughs) Look, he has a
2: wealth of knowledge, and to be frank, I don't know a lot about this plane specifically. So having basically a walking encyclopedia centered around the grand treasures and what we're hunting for is a wealth of knowledge that none of us have.
1: I don't know, Darian. Knowledge can be a curse sometimes.
4: That's true.
2: Fair, And and I know, Norman, you do apparently seem to know a few things you haven't exactly wanted to share yet, which, again, in your own time, but, I mean, if you tend to know more about Grand Treasure information, it might be pertinent to share that sooner rather than later, but I understand now's not the time. I'd say, really, if he can figure out it, a- His own form of travel, whether it be some kind of reduce or just getting there himself, I don't see any harm in letting him tag along.
1: Hey, how are you getting on our ship anyways if we decide to bring you along?
2: Your
0: airship you're talking about?
1: Yeah, it's but this big. That's fine.
0: I'll find a way.
1: Uh, (laughs) No, like how? (laughs) Well, if I can, I'm a good swimmer. Okay, he says he can swim, guys.
2: Yeah, you know what? Like I said, it's as long as he doesn't plan on being on the airship at that size, I'm I'm not opposed. Don't you think
1: James will get jealous?
2: I think James doesn't really care about a lot
3: except himself. You know what? This might be like a trigger for him to make him jealous, to make him want his position on the ship, you know? A little bit of competition never hurt anybody. I
1: just think he sees himself as numero uno ever since Yogurt left, and this is going to change the whole, like... (laughs) <laughs> um, the whole ship mentality and structure and everything.
3: If nothing else, he'll ha- keep Pepper occupied. I say we let's let's go to Takul. You see, he's still packing stuff, and he turns to you
0: all. and He's like, "So, what do we say? More info? And also, as a thanks for me giving you all my info, I'll give you the inside scoop on exactly what we did." To find our grand treasure. So that you can do the same. <laughs> but you gotta get my fire. All What's right, a bard without we... their fire? Without their soul? Uh, if we get in trouble. Can you help fight with us? Is that a thing? I'm not a fighter. But alright.
2: <laughs> alright. I mean I'm not against having a giant dragon on our side. So. Let's uh. I guess let's head off to, to Cool then.
0: Alright so you guys go. And uh. You're going to take the river, I guess. That's the fastest way. And uh, I'll wait here. I'll keep packing. And then when you get back, (laughs) just give me the fire. It should be in probably a little box or something. It should be inside something. Because fires will go out if they're not inside something. If it's in a box, don't open the box, okay? And also, I should mention that it's probably, like, going to be, so you're going to have to go into, like, the Chakul, like, castle, probably, or find a way in. You might have to go to the Coliseum. Actually, that's a good idea. You should go to Coliseum. Because they're doing a whole tournament right now here, and if you win, you get a you get an audience with the king. And actually, you get to go down to find the tether to, what is, it, what is his name? Ganala and then you go down there, oh, and then uh, and then you can go there, and it'll probably be down <laughs>
3: there. Oh! oh, oh. Ooh, guys, we absolutely have to do this. Oh! Yeah,
2: that
4: sounds yes. like a
3: Normandy thing. Coliseum. <laughs> Tournament arc! Oh,
4: yeah, oh my, yeah, so, so
0: if I had to do it, obviously, you have free choice, but if I had to do it, go to the Coliseum, win that thing, become the champions, you could probably do it, and, uh, and then, uh, get an audience with that, uh, freaking king who took my fire, and then, uh, You'll probably f- figure it out from there. It's It's got to be either in the castle or down like where the g- Ganala tether is.
2: Wait, so the king of Takul took your fire? Yeah. What's with us and in getting involved with royalty all the time?
1: Oh. I, it sounds to me like it's you secretly
3: love it.
0: People being royalty is a perception. I regular. see him as a regular Joe. His name's Veal, by the way. King Veal.
3: Like a baby beef?
0: Kind of. <laughs> Call him that Call him that when you see him I wish I could I won't pay <laughs> he back He was
3: giving on baby beef Yeah I won't right. pay
2: back So go there Get it You'll figure it out t- You said to take the river down You wouldn't happen to have A, a spare small boat Would you?
1: Let's just fly there Oh Actually Why yeah. would he have Why would he have a small spare boat? He's
0: huge Actually I do I like to whittle soap I sometimes And I
1: thought I would <laughs> wood this one time One sec And he opens his backpack And again it's like Back 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 And he sticks his hand in He's like Oh, man, I got some stew. I should have put the stew in the other part. Yeah. And you hear rustling and, like, clanging. And they like, say, all right, here. Yeah. And you see, a, like, a wooden raft that's, like, tied together with rope. It's just, like, you know, four or it's, like, six logs just, like, tied together. Uh, and, like, a little sail. he's like, yeah, you, you can use this if you'd like. And you hold it up like it's, like, a piece of paper. But it's, to you, it's, like, a big, it's, like, a big raft that could fit all of you.
2: How, how far, uh... How far down
0: the river is the city? All right. So what you're gonna want to do is you're gonna head down the river, and you're gonna go. Set, you're gonna go with the river, And keep going. It's gonna be a little bumpy at first, but then you get through, and it'll be calm and and it'll be nice. And you just row through that part, and then you uh, go fa- past there. There'll be a waterfall. Um, I, I'm pretty sure you can either just jump it or you know you can get off there because once you're down the waterfall, there it is. You'll see it. It's the big like Aztec looking place, and then uh. And then go there, get to the king, and I would recommend using force to get him to tell you where my fire is. Because I know he's got like some sort of like treasure hall, and then you'll find, it'll have to be obvious, it'll be the hardest thing around.
2: I find force with kings usually doesn't go well, but keep that in mind.
0: Yeah, but when when you're as old as me, you you forget that. You know, people got power when you've seen real power. Like a dragon's power.
2: Oh, a dragon without fire. Okay, wait,
3: okay. I, I, I say we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. So what do you say, fellas?
2: Yeah, alright. I say we do it, but wait, quick question before we go. What time is it anyway? Uh, seems like it's getting, it's like midday, noon. Well then, uh, Shotgun. I see no reason to get going. Shotgun. Uh, sh- sure. As long as you're still rowing. Uh,
3: uh, okay. <laughs>
1: what would a shotgun be in a boat? Hey, do you, guys in Wait, do you guys see that? Wait, do you guys hear
3: that? Shotgun. Let's do it.
1: Randy goes to the entrance that you guys came in and it's very small. It's like it wasn't like large. Like Uh, something slightly bigger than you guys would have fit through there but no way could Randy fit so he sticks his hand in with his glove and he like molds the earth up and it like magically molds and he like opens the cave and then he takes the raft and he places it on the river and like puts it just off so you guys can push off Uh, and then uh, he like starts molding it back down
0: he's like can't let people see me still so I really appreciate you guys doing this and I promise if you do right by me I will do so right by you
1: yeah, that's what they always say. I mean it. <laughs> I'm offended. I mean it. All right. Let's go, guys. I'm, I'm sick of this cave. Bye, Randy. Okay. Bye. Good luck. Keep keep
0: packing. Yeah. And it should make... only take you, like, I don't know, to get it all three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad.
3: That
2: sounds like a pretty
0: reasonable
3: You know what? We, we've thought that before. <laughs> and welcome to season two.
1: <laughs> all right. And he waves goodbye, and he starts packing his stuff. And you guys are outside the cave, looking at the river with the raft on the uh, on the river. And it's like pretty rapid moving; it's not going very slow. And you can see just down the path, it gets a little bumpy, so it's gonna be a bit of a rocky ride. But uh, yeah.
2: Hmm. Oh, right. Well,
3: Uh, sorry, DM is so we have some time that we're just uh, riding this raft. I mean, are you going to get on it? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, my mind went straight to montage mode. I climb on the raft.
2: I quickly grabbed the walkie-rockie and radio James to say, James, we uh, have a pretty solid lead, but unfortunately we're going to have to clean up a few messes. We're heading to uh, the city of Tikul. If you want to start keeping the airship closer to that city, just in case anything goes wrong. But stay in the air. You got it. I'll see. Let me know if you need anything.
3: That was so nice of him. You know, that was like a genuinely uh a genuinely compassionate, thoughtful thing to say. I would I agree actually. <laughs> okay. Um You know what, maybe James just needed some alone time, you know, some of his own space. Maybe that bathtub was a really good investment for him.
2: Oh, true. Hopefully, we didn't ruin it. All
3: right. Any we other should, let know we, know that we should
1: let him know that we're going to be gone for a couple episodes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, I'm sure he'll be fine.
1: <laughs> you don't think he's just going to run away with the ship or anything? What if we got captured?
2: I feel like he's a little too depressed to run away with the ship.
1: Darian, you are heartless. My also, favorite. Pepper's there. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Hop on. Also, I'm not. I'm not rowing myself. You all hop on and you realize you don't really have to row. There are some paddles in case like very long like uh, oars uh, on the sides, but the way the river's going, you don't feel like you'll have to paddle at least at this part. And you get on and the journey to to cool starts now. You guys are going down the river and it's immediately a little bumpy you're all getting your kind of like sea legs because even though you ride on a uh, flying uh, boat it's not the same as the regular boat and you're going down the waves and they're kind of getting a little bumpy and rocky quick everybody skill challenge time what are you gonna do oh to beat these rocky waves you look down of waves and you see that there's a lot of like it's turning into rapids and it's getting much more aggressive uh, what are you going to do to make sure this boat does not collapse?
3: I'm going to use Intimidation on the rapids. I'm just going to stare them down. Okay. Roll, pers- I'm just, I, roll, I, I, roll. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, acrobatics. All right.
2: I would like to, um, sorry, just while Adam's rolling, You, I would re- like to grab a paddle to try and help navigate uh, the boat so it's not just, you know, floating down freely and banging off a rock so I can try and steer around them using uh, my survival skill.
1: Okay. And Zippy? Uh, I'd like to, um. Use. Athletics to spread myself starfish to balance the boat. <laughs> okay, you're... I, I ate a big lunch, so I'm, I'm thinking that I, if I sit on one side to the boat or the other, it's gonna. It's gonna <laughs> tip it some bit. Sure, okay, survival. Everybody, roll those things and let me know what the total is. Uh. 4
2: plus 7, 11.
1: 15 plus 6, 21. Uh, And I did athletics, so that's a 1, not natural. Okay. You guys (laughs) are rolling down, and the waves are immediately picking up, and the river's getting much more aggressive, and immediately you see some ropes are... they snap and they start flying off and zippy you're face down on it trying to and you can see your face is starting to peer through like two of the logs because they're starting to separate a bit and your raft is looking kind of shaky and you're going down (laughs) the reason the reason i put put myself face down is so i didn't have to see what like the danger but the danger showed up right in front of my face I need to see ah! <laughs> This is going to be a pretty loose skill challenge, I should say as well, but we're going to keep going. You guys are moving and it's starting to like separate and you're moving through the rapids. And all of a sudden you hear rustling in the jungle trees to your left. You hear rustling. The cliff face that was like the cave entrance is gone now. It's just trees and jungle around you and you can hear you can hear something like kind of like digging and clawing through the trees you can see it's shaking something big is coming and you see it breaks over and it kind of arcs over your raft like a bridge and it's like a giant centipede and it lands on the other side and you look and you see that riding the giant centipede is this like bug cicada humanoid thing And it has this wide brim hat, um, and with like vines like draping down from the edges of the brim, so you can't really see the head. But you can see that there is this cicada knight riding this giant centipede, like standing up on it uh, with like reins. Uh, And you can see on its hand holding the reins, there's a blue flower. It's another bug bad guy. And. Uh, the the centipede and bug person look like they want to attack you. And you can see that it's starting to veer and go for a wide turn to slam into your raft with its giant centipede. What do you all do?
3: Okay. Connor, do you mind if I go first? Go for it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do... I'm So, last episode, I used Mantle of Whispers when we killed that Ant-Man... I stole his shadow when he died which excuse me which basically before I go I take a long rest, I can make myself look like this just like this person and I know all of the knowledge that they had that they would share with an ally or that's not kept as a secret and I get a plus five to deception to deception checks okay? So I'm gonna use deception on this guy. So I'm gonna <laughs> So in the blink of an eye when he's turning around, I'm gonna make myself look like the bug guy. And I'm just gonna wave and say, they're with me! They're with me! Okay. <laughs> gonna, uh, okay, so I'm gonna roll. And
1: so, uh, Darian. Darien.
2: Um c I, I kinda wanna see how he responds to what Norman says before. It's a skill I challenge. It's
1: either pass or fail as a group. Okay. Um Okay, well, if I'm going to see how Darian would
2: react, then Darian would have whipped out his wand of webs, and he would have cast the web spell between two trees in front of the rider and the giant millipede, so that they had to get caught in that web, hopefully slowing them down uh, to
1: keep them out of range. So, what are you rolling? I'll I'll do Ar- I'll do Arcana. Let's okay. Do Ar- and DM, uh, I'm going to use uh, the mend that I talked about, but I'm going to use my skill of nature to determine the right... The, the wood from the forest below me. So I, sure. Uh, from the wood that I've seen around the forest, I'm going to use that knowledge to help mend it to the best of my ability. You've seen a lot of wood. <laughs> yeah, he wood. has. <laughs> <All> <laughs> the <right. rainbow> patch. <laughs> Everybody roll and let me know what you got.
2: I got an 11 plus... Three, So that's
3: 14
2: total. 19 plus 2. 21.
3: Nice. 32. 32. <laughs> I got... I rolled a 14. My deception is plus 13. That's 27. 10. Plus my Mantle of Whispers, which is plus 5. 32. Okay.
1: Oh, wait. Plus my proficiency, I got 25. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, the giant centipede with the cicada rider is on it. And it goes arcing back and in that moment you transform Norman and you're setting up the webs for where it's going to like arc around to uh, Darian and Zippy you are successfully mending and putting the raft back together it's actually coming back together and you're repairing it and as it turns it's coming and it's barreling through Uh, and not only does the cicada person you can see for a moment just as they see you Norman Like, they're diving in with their their centipede, but they kind of, like, veer it. And also, um, naturally, the the giant centipede was going to veer anyways because it just got a bunch of webs in its face, clogging its eyes. And it just immediately, like, turns really hard. And you can see it kind of lands on its side because it drifted too hard. And you can see the underbelly of the centipede with all its legs, like, flailing in the air as it, like, and it's, like, just grinding along the coast here. Uh, but then it starts picking itself up and coming. But it's a ways behind you now as you guys are rocking down the river. Um, you can see that it's barreling back. It's trying to catch up. But what are you going to do to either get ahead of it or slow it down? I'm
2: going to whip out the wind fan from my hilt, and I'm going to cast a Gust of Wind to give the raft a big boost to
1: speed uh, farther down the river. Okay. And what are you going to roll for that? Uh, I, I, I guess
2: Arcana again, because it's another spell.
1: Okay. And uh, da- or Norman?
3: Uh, am I allowed to use the same skill in, in the same encounter, or no?
1: If you want to, yeah,
3: it's up to you. It's all, it's all just
1: for you to be as creative as you want, so do do whatever you want or whatever works best. Uh,
3: okay, okay. Um, so, DM, can I tell that he's still pursuing us because he, like, sees through my illusion? Uh, I mean, you could try to, like, do it with the illusion again. He isn't,
1: like, completely sure, but you know they're still charging at you whether to say hi or to attack you can't really tell from this distance
3: okay uh in that case i'm going to and how far away is he uh, they're about 60 feet but they're okay. gaining uh in that case i'm gonna use phantasmal killer let's go for it okay level four spell you tap into the nightmares of a creature you can see within range 160 feet And I create an illusory manifestation of its deepest fears, probably snakes, visible only to that creature. The target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the target becomes frightened for the duration, which is up to a minute, uh, its concentration. At the end of each of the spell's turns, uh, the target's turns before the spell ends, it must make a wisdom saving throw uh, or take 4d10 psychic damage.
1: Sure. So since this is a skill challenge, like I'll take into account that stuff, but we're not going to like roll serious damage here. Cool. Um, but so you want to roll Arcana or yeah. yeah? Yeah. Okay. And Zippy? The drum beats of my heart. <laughs> they they race. It's time. And I push Darien out of the way and I move to the back of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I stand on the back of the boat and the the centipedes in front of us or behind us? It's behind. Right. Um, And I raise my hands up. I want to cast control water and I, (laughs) as I always do and I want to use the flood so I can cause the level of of the standing of the water in the area to rise as much as uh, 20 feet. (laughs) So I should be able to keep bringing a 20 feet wall that pushes us like like right behind the boat that we're kind of like surfing on it Yeah, but it should also separate us from this, this centipede thing as well DM could I roll nature for this to to um, because, because the way the river current curves and everything that just, your understanding of, of natural properties yeah, yeah, sure. and also, I'll also, also, seeing the area from above, I spotted the river while I was flying over. <laughs> I don't know it's what that has to do with nature. it, but sure. Very loose, sure, but go for it.
3: Uh, that's a twenty-five. I rolled okay, okay. a nineteen again. And DM, that was uh, twelve plus ten for me for my Arcana for my Phantasmal um, Killer spell, so twenty-two. Okay. And Tyrion? And then I eleven
2: plus three also on Arcana, so 14. Alright.
1: So <laughs> you raise the water up. And it starts flooding up and, and flooding. And you cast Phantasmal Killer on the Cicada and immediately The Cicada, right? Not the Centipede?
3: Uh mm, you know what? I'll I'll pick the Centipede, why not?
1: Okay. So the Centipede sees the water wave coming and in we're gonna snapshot to what's in their head besides bug thoughts which are like dig 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 um you see that they're visualizing this wave of water that's growing to be like the head of a snake a giant snake that's like slithering up and becoming large everyone knows bugs hate snakes so (laughs) it like flips out and immediately like darts into the jungle, like just veers off completely and scrams and is getting the water on it. It's like you can hear it kind of like screaming. Um, And the cicada is just like chirping and uh, they go off into the jungle. And to make sure that you're moving way out of sight, Darian you hit the fan and you go like a speedboat down the river. Uh, And you're flowing down. You guys are moving down the river And you get out of the rapids part and you're in a calmer area. Zippy, you're still raising the water behind you. So it is giving you some kind of like push from it because it's like, you know, moving with you somewhat, but not very much. Uh, But there is kind of like a a walking wall of water behind you. Um, And you are entering (laughs) into this area where there's all these vines. This part of the jungle is much denser and there's vines hanging from the trees. Some is even touching the water, but it's like a curtain of them is in front of you. And you open it up. You use, like, the oars to part the vines as you go into this kind of lake area. Um, it's still flowing in a, in a direction. It's flowing south, but it has widened significantly. And in this kind of, like, tent, if it's a tent made by, like, vines are the walls, uh, you can see there's large tree roots that are acting as, like, winding and curving bridges all throughout this area. Some are going under the water. Some are coming out of it. But you can see, like, there's a lot of these just... V- tree roots and logs and everything making this area kind of a bit of a maze Um, and you are making this water wave and it's like, you know, it's making some noise and you look up above and you can actually notice that some of the vines that are hanging down, they come down like a vine and then they bulge out kind of like there's something cocooned in the vine and they look like kind of human-shaped cocoons like hanging from the ceiling. And you can Uh see these blue like tendrils light up. They kind of like, shoo, they kind of pulse. And there's all these, you look up and you can see the top in the tree top with all the vines are these like moving almost like tentacly blue things that are like surrounded by vines. And you can see they hear the water from, that you're raising And immediately, you see one dive from the top and come barreling down towards the water. It's coming towards the raft, towards the water. It's like this floating, flying squid vine thing. And it's blue and it's viney and it's coming at you like a bullet.
3: What do you want to do? All of us? Yeah. Man, I'm going to duck out of the way if it's diving at us. I'm just going to use my acrobatics to dodge it.
1: Okay. Cool. And Darian? We're still in skill challenge. 11 plus 7 for medium. 18.
2: I want to pull out my dancing blade. And I can use an ability where I can have it attack at a distance. So I'm actually going to draw it and throw it up towards the tangled monster. So that it actually intercepts it in the air. And slashes it in the air in hopes to deflect it away from the raft.
1: Okay, uh, is my spell over with control water, or am I still using it? You're still using it, I would assume if you're still concentrating, yeah, it's concentration, so I'll just keep doing nature. I'll roll nature, I suppose, for a skill check, okay, um, because
2: this is a skill challenge, I'll just use the skill athletics, all right, for that action, it, yeah, uh nine plus six is fifteen there. Seventeen plus eight is twenty
3: five norman oh sorry um sorry d m eleven plus seven uh eighteen
1: okay, you are moving, and you can see it's flying down like a bullet, Darian, you whip your sword out and throw it, and it cuts it you can hear it like scream uh. And Norman, you jump out of the way as this vine creature comes squealing through and it just misses the raft and dives under the water uh, as like blood was leaking from it. But as it screams, all of these tendril octopus flying vine monsters come down, these vine wisps come down, and they're floating, and they're looking for the sound. They're going, and some are like, shoo, shoo. some are dive-bombing into where that scream noise was, and they're splashing into the water. And now some are attacking the splashed water because of the noise. Uh, it seems as though they uh, rely solely on echolocation or noise to to attack. Um, and they are just now, because there's like a commotion, the raised water that you're raising, Zippy, is causing noise. In everything, everywhere, it's kind of just like a, a storm of these vine wisps just slamming around you, flying around. What do you want to do? Wow, we have to be quiet. We have to just all
2: calm down. I will cast pass without a trace, so that it will reduce the sound and uh, of our movement. Uh, And so that they continue to target the other splashes and noises and isolates uh, the raft.
1: Okay. So you're going to roll stealth for that? Uh, Yes. Okay. And Norman and Zippy?
3: Uh, Because Zippy said that we got to be quiet. I am going to channel that. And I'm going to see this is going to be the best silent performance I've ever done. And I'm just gonna stand there in stoic silence, and I'm hoping you'll let me do performance for that, <laughs> like a uh, performance art, like a street street side statue person. Exactly. I'm just trying to All look right. like the statue in the front of a ship. Okay. And, and I just and want Zippy? everyone listening to just really picture how epic that moment is.
1: <laughs> uh, are there any like spider, little spiders or wasps or anything around? Uh, yeah, I would say there's some spiders or, or like, mosquitoes and stuff around you. Or, are like, small centipedes? Uh, you look around, you don't see any small centipedes around you because you're in the middle of a lake right now. But spiders? You could see a spider hanging from, like, a vine or, or from one of the roots, yeah. I'm gonna cast giant insect on the spider and gonna get get a, just say to the spider, have a party. Wow! Sacrificial just go limb. nuts. Just go nuts, and then uh, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. And I'm gonna do animal handling for that. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, it makes sense to me. And it, it, this spell just makes an insect giant. Uh, it can make three spiders giant, uh, and a spider becomes a giant spider. Each creature obeys your verbal commands, and. Uh, Yeah, so they're going to be a giant for about 10 minutes. (laughs) Okay, well, I don't think it'll live that long, but all right. So everybody roll, everybody roll, and uh, let's see what you got.
2: I've never even heard this spell before. That's so crazy. (laughs) Go, my pretties! I want to make a character that's just fully based around this idea and walks around with, like, a jar of spiders.
1: (laughs) Giant spiders, (laughs) go.
2: Uh, That's a 7 plus 7 for me, 14.
3: Uh, DM, I got my, for my performance, I just wasn't in the right mindset, (laughs) 4 plus
4: 7, 11. Okay. Okay. Uh,
1: mine is a 13. Ooh, ouch. Yeah, with proficiency and everything. They are coming and slamming down, and you guys are trying to be quiet. Pass Without a Trace is cast um but i distracted with my water remember by yes i remember he splashed the the water but there's there is a bar for these (laughs) skill challenges guys uh and you push the water away some are slamming into that uh and then this innocent spider just dangling on a web underneath one of these like roots that is arcing up like a little like u-shaped bridge and it's hanging there on a on its web, and then you make it big, and immediately it's like and the the web snaps under the weight and it's flailing and squealing and it falls into the water, and immediately you see a ton of wisps just come and boom-boom boom slam into the water. And then you see dragging up out of the water is the spider, but it's all entangled in vines, and the vines are like surrounding the spider, and it's getting dragged up into the treetop and attached like one of the other. Uh, probably humanoid uh, hanging people and you can see it's still wriggling and then it stops moving but also since the, the spider was splashing near you guys some of them slammed into the raft and are poking like slamming holes into it and actually breaking apart the logs as it's berating your raft it's still together but it's very it has it's swiss cheese now and also it's still kind of coming apart uh and slamming around you, and it looks bad. (laughs) Just then, as you guys are trying to stay as quiet as possible in your Pass Without a Trace bubble to get the wisps off you, you hear rustling, and all the wisps kind of look up and look, and you see barreling in through the vine curtain, way off on the other side of the lake, is a giant centipede. Yes! The cicada rider. Our same And the giant centipede comes and lands on some roots, snapping and breaking them, and lands in the water. And you just see the whist go nuts. And, bub, 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 and they're all slamming into the giant centipede and wrapping it, and it's squealing. And the cicada rider jumps off and lands on one of the roots. And it's just like, my ride! My car! Right? Uh and the centipede is getting wrapped and wrapped and is being raised slowly and it's like getting crushed and you can see it's coughing up some blood and then slowly it's getting wrapped and cocooned. Um, But the wisps, after doing that, after that big noise and the cicada rider is standing on one of the roots still being quiet and you guys are slowly going down the river with your pass without a trace. You all watch as all the wisps had their attention on the centipede and they finished wrapping it up and then they're kind of just like chilling. And they're just all kind of like floating still because everything's gone silent. And the cicada looks at you guys. (laughs) And you guys look at the cicada. And it takes out a dagger slowly. A little throwing dagger. And it throws the dagger towards you guys and it wants to make some noise by either hitting one of you or splashing into the water. What do you guys want to do?
3: Uh... I'm gonna. I'm gonna cast darkness all over our raft, <clears throat> over our raft, so he can't see us clear enough to hit us. Okay. Okay, Darian.
2: I am going to. Uh-huh. If you're casting darkness on the raft, though. Uh, I'm going to. He hasn't thrown the dagger yet, right? It's thrown. It's flying through the air. Oh, okay. I'm just gonna pull out my sword and try and deflect it. Good luck in the dark! <laughs> the,
1: right? <laughs> and Zippy? Okay, I'm just gonna summon... an eagle in front of Darian's face. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
4: Uh, <laughs> um.
3: You better thank me for that. Like, just, like a just, real size just, eagle or like a giant eagle?
1: Yeah, just a real size one. I don't want to overkill. So, just so we're all thinking clearly, Jacob hasn't had too much to drink. You realize if an eagle gets hit by a dagger? Oh. Yeah, I guess. I'm all right. Summoning it. It's mine. <laughs> I can do what I want with it. Okay. Okay. Everybody, roll. What you
3: got? Natural one, DM.
1: And it's a fey oh spirit. They'll just stop being an eagle, and then they'll just do their fey things after they get stabbed.
3: Darian, I'm
2: really
1: sorry, man. Uh, 9 plus 8, 17. 15. All right, Norman, you were right. Getting a 1 is not uh, a good call here.
3: At least 1 per episode, man.
1: You, you see... The dagger's flying, the whiffs are still standing still, and you cast Darkness, and everyone, Zippy and Darian, start panicking because they can't see. Darian immediately tries to draw his sword to, like, put it in a defensive mode to, you know, deflect, and Zippy just instinctively (laughs) casts a giant eagle to block everything. Small eagle. Uh, Just like he did, you know, spread eagle in the Mechanos arc. What was Uh, a small eagle? It's a smaller eagle, but it still does the same move, and it takes a dagger right to the heart, (laughs) and it goes... (laughs) It is squawks uh, and all the whips go and turn their attention and two nearby ones go. You try like you commanded the eagle immediately to be quiet, but it still let out some noises. So two come and boom, boom through the darkness. You guys can't see. You just see whips are slamming into it and your raft is breaking apart and the ropes are separating. And you see now you guys are scrambling to gain control. And now you have just your two logs. Basically, each of you have a foot on one of these two logs that are just loosely tied together um, as you're still flowing down. (laughs) The uh, the cicada comes down and you can see through the darkness. It lands just on the, the raft silently and it draws a samurai sword out and holds it. And it looks at the ropes tying the raft together and it looks at you guys and it's going to try and finish off this raft. What do you want to do?
2: I'm going to cast the trusty Zephyr Strike to double my movement and burst forward and
1: slash him. I'm going to duck down and let Darian handle this and I'm just going to mend
3: as fast as I can.
1: Okay. And Norman? Norman?
3: I'm going to use Minor Illusion to create the sound of someone coughing right where the the cicada guy is.
1: Okay. Everybody roll.
3: I really hope I roll another natural one. I just want to see what happens.
1: I got a 12 plus 6. got an 18.
3: I got a 10 plus 8. And
2: got an 18.
3: I got a 5 plus 10. 15.
4: <laughs>
1: you guys are lucky <laughs> um, Zippy, you get down and you start Mending as quick, quickly and quietly As you can, you start tightening the ropes that are left Making sure this two log raft Is still doable um, Norman You can see that The samurai cicada Is standing on the other end And it's like blade is ready And it looks like it's attention is just like Right on Darian uh, and Darian, you blast forward just to like combat it. And you go and you clash sword and it goes clang. And you clash and it clangs and all the wisps turn and look. And they start flying towards you guys. And Norman, you're like, uh, cough. And you cast the cough and they're all going to that general clang area. But as soon as you cough, they arc mid-flight towards that that <laughs> the new sound, yes! and boom, and just you see this cicada just gets slammed, and its legs, torso, and head like its legs go left, its torso gets hit from the uh, left and goes right, and its head gets hit from the right and goes left, and it just gets diced. And the cough
5: <laughs> saves the day, yes! and the samurai sword goes.
1: <laughs> its hat and sa- its hat like cartoonish style like as soon as the head gets hit the hat the wide brim hat is there it's like slowly falling down like a leaf from a tree and the samurai sword is flipping up in the air stabs the hat ooh nice and goes into the water no 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 <laughs> what um oh can I cast mage to catch that yeah I want to grab it okay <laughs> everybody roll roll athletics oh. real quick
3: Athletics, eh? Can't be a... Okay. Okay. Athletics, DM? Yeah. 15 plus 2, 17. 10. 14 plus 8,
1: 22. (sighs) Darian's the one who catches it. He wasn't even wanting to originally, but Darian (laughs) catches it and points the samurai sword in the direction that the water's flowing. And you all nod silently as you float out and there's a new vine curtain here and you park through it and go out and you're flowing down the river. It's picking up a little bit again and you can see, you hear and see the tree line, the dense jungle is opening up and there's kind of a tunnel. It's like a tunnel and a hole at the end of this river and you can see light and also that it's a waterfall and you can see a large brontosaurus head is just at the cusp of the waterfall here right before it goes over the edge, and it's just drinking. You can't see where its body is. You just see its long neck and head reaching down and, like, lapping up the water at the edge here, and you guys are moving towards it. You're moving towards the edge. What do you want to do?
3: Of the waterfall.
1: Oh. No wisps are around anymore. That was left in the previous area.
3: Oh, I want to roll. I want to roll towards land away from the, the as far away from the brontosaurus as I can so a- athletics I guess
2: sure yeah I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna jump on that with him and try and help him row us to the to the side so we can try and
1: get off before we hit the waterfall
3: that's good because my athletics is only plus two and zippy yeah, I'm just gonna watch them do it
1: all right roll uh, athletics to to sit 16 <laughs> plus 8 24 18
2: okay.
1: plus 2 modified 20 and zippy nice. uh 13 minus 1 this is of course the one that you roll best on uh like all of you collectively and you move and you paddle hard to get to the to the shore away the opposite side the a brontosaurus heads on the right side of the edge and you're going to the left and you get and you, to the side and the raft goes up on the land and you all disembark and you're moving just to like pull the raft up. You pull it up and you go to the entrance now of this tunnel and where the waterfall is falling and Zippy, the brontosaurus looks at you and it just goes and a like big, big smile grin and just like e." <laughs> And then it goes back to lapping water and you guys look out over the top of the waterfall and you can see it lands and the river ends abruptly after and circles around this Aztec like city, the city of Takul. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Wow. Oh,
3: wow. Great job.